Scott here for our final news roundup and information overload. All right, news roundup, information overload hour. Your call's final half hour of the show today, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the uh, program. Um, Linda, do you watch CNBC? You ever, you, like, for example, Larry Kudlow used to be on it. I mean, they have some good people that know the economy, know the stock market. They have some interesting guests, uh, like Michael Saylor on crypto, if, you, if you're just fascinated with the phenomenon, as I am. Um, and I, I just always like to watch and learn. Do you ever watch CNBC, ever? I mean, I try not to watch anything that ends in, M- in NBC, <laughs> as a rule. It's it's well that's really DNC but you know they're talking about the economy isn't that Look, the same thing? I, I, one day I met Donnie Deutsch you know all right it didn't mean much to me at all I mean I just said hello he's polite and that was the end of that um, but this guy Jim Cramer I don't get Jim Cramer Jim Cramer I think we've had him on at some point and I don't remember you you probably remember more than I do we had him on one time uh in the about? 17 years I've been here and it was about the economy we've had Rick Santelli on way I like more. Santelli a lot uh, he's awesome he's great and he was the guy that kicked off the uh tea, the tea party movement with that oh, rant of his it was anyway it was so, so Jim Cramer works over at CNBC hosts this show Mad Money um no offense to him I wouldn't I would never ever tune into his show to get advice on how to manage my money. That's just my own personal opinion. And I, I don't say that maliciously. I don't have anything against him. Nothing at all. But he looks like a lunatic. You know, he's like a raving lunatic on the show. And then he really, really lost it in this call for universal vaccine mandates enforced by the military. Listen to this insane rant. Lord knows what happened if you didn't partake. But back then, anyone who refused to get vaccinated would get ratted out immediately because we knew that person could hurt other people. The commonweal was a, a commonweal. Now we're engaged in a similar struggle with COVID and Eisenhower would be aghast. We have immunocompromised people who are incubators for every variant to come walking around lawfully unvaccinated. That's psychotic. We have companies that have tried hard to get people vaccinated and now backing down. We have governors who want to be president by grandstanding on a foolish state's right issue, the right to get sick and get other people sick. So it's time to admit that we have to go to war against COVID. Require vaccination universally. Have the military run it. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you better be ready to prove your conscientious objector status in court. And even then, you need to help in the war effort by staying home until we finally beat this thing. I thought if we took the if you got the shot and you if you got the jab if you got the vaccine you were supposed to be protected well the delta variant proved that not to be true uh we have now the third case two in a row now um of a federal judge issuing a preliminary injunction blocking biden's nationwide vaccine requirement for health care workers by the way what a slap in the face to the very people that worked in a Petri dish every single day, diving on COVID hand grenades uh, to protect innocent other people, many of them contracting COVID themselves. Um, and now our uh, thanks to them, they didn't have to show up at, at that in work in that Petri dish. They could have gotten another job, gotten the hell out of there. They didn't because they care about other people. Now our thanks is, oh, pay your taxes in New York and we're going to fire you. Anyway, so the judge that put down that, handed down this ruling, put out a powerful statement supporting his decision. And he wrote this. He wrote, 
if the executive branch is allowed to usurp the power of the legislative branch to make laws, two of the three powers conferred by our Constitution would be in the same hands. And then he continued, during a pandemic such as this one, it is even more important to safeguard the separation of powers set forth in our Constitution to avoid erosion of liberties. How many people, celebrities out there, we have we heard say, F your freedom, F your freedom, F the, what, what are we going to do? We're going to have the army, uh, you know, literally now go out there and force people to take the jab, the shot. I'm not willing to give up freedom. I'm willing to accept that there are people, for whatever reasons, have made their own decision. I think the whole debate over vaccinating and not vaccinating is pretty much over. I don't think minds are going to be changed at this late date. I think people have made their minds up. There will be exceptions, but I think most people have made their minds up. Now the question is, you know, I thought the vaccine protected the individual, but apparently that's not good enough. And now they're not only enforcing the mandate, except that, well, hang on, not if you're an illegal immigrant, because you're not going to be here very long. So we're told you're going to be dispersed to other parts of the country. You get preferential treatment and you don't have a vaccine mandate. You don't get a COVID test. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. And that's after we've stuck you in a cage that Joe Biden built that's overcrowded uh, in the middle of a pandemic. And of course, we're talking about $450,000 payments to people that broke our laws, didn't respect our sovereignty and borders. But that's, but I digress here. But this, you know, there are not many people. I am not willing to give up freedom. I will accept that there are people for whatever reason. Maybe they have a rare medical condition. This one size fits all medicine is not very scientific. Uh, perhaps they have natural immunity. If we're going to follow the science, that would be following the science in Israel and Qatar about natural immunity being far more effective than the vaccinations. Uh, but I believe in medical privacy. This whole vaccine passport thing. Oh, if you want to go to a restaurant in New York, you better have your passport or else you need, you're not getting in. And, of course, what about doctor-patient confidentiality? I, I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, joining us now is Dr. Joel Zimberg. Not only is he a medical doctor, he's also he also has a law degree, senior fellow with the Competitive Enterprise Institute, discussing the medical legal policy implications of the vaccine mandates and the new increased travel restrictions. Um, all right, so you have the Fifth Circuit, you have this most recent ruling, and we have the previous ruling. So now we've got three rulings with an injunction stopping Joe Biden's vaccine mandates. I would argue this judge nailed it perfectly. You have to understand now, so there, the, what the Biden administration has done is had three different areas of mandates, uh, two of which have clearly been, for vaccine mandates, two of which have been clearly struck down, uh, one being the one for uh, health care workers at facilities that receive Medicare and Medicaid funds, and the other is for federal contractors. Uh, so far, there's nothing yet about federal employees, whether that will follow through and, you know, what the appellate courts will do with that, we'll have to see. But, you know, this also follows on uh, earlier uh, striking down of the eviction mandate that was done by the Supreme Court, and that was done through the CDC. You had the Fifth Circuit striking down the OSHA mandate that required private workers and private companies to be 
uh, vaccinated. So they've really lost on virtually every field except for this one remaining field where arguably they, their legal standing is the strongest. Well, all right. So the idea, I mean, if you listen to what Jim Cramer is saying, I mean, I can't really get He calls for universal vaccine mandates enforced by the military. I mean, what is it? How do we define enforced here? That if you're not willing to get the shot, that we're going to force the shot on you? We're going to pin you down and put that needle in you? I mean, what does that mean? Look, historically, there have never been uh, mandates of that type in this country. And uh, there have never even been mandates by the federal government of any kind, really. Uh, the, the mandates that we've had in the past and that we have to this date are really enforced by state and local governments and to some extent by private businesses. But even those mandates are not situations where you're strapped down and forced to take the vaccine or else they're usually a situation where you you have a fine i mean the the most famous case that everyone cites and often miscites because it deals with state power to impose a mandate not federal power is the jacobson against massachusetts case and there mr jacobson refused to take a smallpox vaccine and he was forced to pay a five dollar fine now granted that's 150 dollars now but it, no one strapped mr jacobson down and forced him to take the shot yeah um, it's going to be interesting. So you have a very unique perspective, and that is, number one, you're a medical doctor. Number two, you're, you're also a lawyer. Um, so the question is, you know, I, nobody wants to talk about the idea of freedom of choice here. I don't know why people make decisions the way they do. I'm, I'm telling my audience to take this sucker seriously. Uh, I know people, uh, doctors that have died. I know people that barely made it off a ventilator. I know people that died on ventilators. I know... Um, you know, we lost 800,000 Americans at this point or close to it. And I don't want to see any more dead Americans. Now we keep, you know, the Omicron variant is coming out. Early indications are it might be a little more contagious and transmissible, but less lethal. And the symptoms are more mild. That's according to this head of this, this medical group in South Africa, uh, that first noticed the, the new variant. Um, but the question is, I don't believe that it's scientific at all to say everybody must do this. I mean, there are people with rare conditions, are there not, that, that you would advise not to get the vaccination? Doctor, look, I would advise everyone to be vaccinated unless they have a medical contraindication. Having said that, though, it's a peculiar time to be mandating vaccinations. I mean, we're, we're now at a point where... Over 60% of the population has been vaccinated, fully vaccinated. Another 10% or so are partially vaccinated. You've got probably well over 100 million people who have natural immunity from having had a case of COVID and recovered. So you're at a very high level of immunity in this, uh, at this point in time. And it's going to make it very difficult for any new variant like Omicron or any others to spread. And more importantly, it's going to make it very unlikely that should people uh, uh, contract a disease with Omicron, that it's going to be a serious disease. Uh, that's been pretty constant through all the different types of variants that the vaccines seem to protect 
against severe disease, hospitalization, and death. And to date, there's no reason to think that that's not going to be the case with this new variant. So I just think it's a very odd period of time. You know, had Biden been talking about this, you know, uh, six months ago or eight months ago, it might maybe he'd have a better argument, but n- not really at this time. And there's certainly nothing. Uh, Omicron has some worrisome mutations, but thus far there's no indication that it's more transmissible there's no indication that it's more virulent uh, and there's no obvious indication that's going to exceed the vaccines or natural immunity all right quick break right back more with doctor also attorney uh, joel zimberg on the other side then your calls 800-941-SEAN our number you want to be a part of the program on finding solutions to today's biggest problems. This is The Hannity Show. John Hannity. We continue with medical doctor Joel Zimberg. He's also an attorney as we continue our discussion about vaccine mandates let me ask you i mean i'm sure you're following as we are the massive study in israel uh, specifically looking at the response between people that are vaccinated and those that had natural immunity to the delta variant and the early indications are natural immunity was 27 times more effective in preventing a breakthrough case um what are your thoughts on that we're seeing similar numbers come out of other countries as well now right there have been a number of studies many of which have come to that same conclusion that that the natural immunity is as good or perhaps more effective there were some that go the other way but the cdc reviewed this evidence about two three weeks back and they came to the conclusion that both natural immunity and vaccine immunity are highly protective so it's it's just odd to me and crazy that all of these mandates are being imposed as if natural immunity doesn't exist, as if it's completely ineffective, which is clearly well, then not you have true. T cell mem- uh, B cell memories, whatever you call it, um, and and the, your body would recognize even a variant of COVID, is my understanding, according to many of the doctors I've I've interviewed. Let me ask you to put on your legal hat. You see now three specific cases Joe Biden lost as it relates to the vaccine mandates. Your thoughts on the constitutionality of it? See, the problem that the that the courts are uncovering is it's twofold. Number one, there's no clear constitutional authority that the federal government has to do this. Uh, number two, the Congress has never enacted a statute that cl- explicitly authorizes this. Uh, and so th- what's happening is that the Biden administration is searching around. Uh, it looked in the Public Health Service Act when it tried to do the eviction moratorium. The Supreme Court said, no, that doesn't give you that kind of authority. They looked in uh, uh, under the uh, OSHA Act. To, to look for authority to have a mandate for private businesses. The Fifth Circuit has said, no, that does, you cannot find it there. And now in these other cases, they're saying Congress did not explicitly say this. If you want, Cong- if you want to do this, you need to go back to Congress and ask Congress to specifically act upon this and give you the authority. And, and you know, for very obvious reasons, Congress doesn't want to do that. They don't want to be on record as imposing this type of thing. 
Yeah. Well, we appreciate your expertise, uh, Dr. J- uh, Joel Zimberg, both a medical doctor and an attorney at the same time. Uh, we appreciate you being with us. We appreciate your analysis. Thank you, sir. You're very welcome. My pleasure. When we come back straight to the phones, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program? You. liberals nuts sean hannity is back on the radio right now all right 25 to the top of the hour um so let me go back to flip-flop fauci and this brilliant statement from earlier today testing americans and testing illegal immigrants for covid is different now remember this is all because the biden administration believes that, oh, we're not, we don't need to test the illegal immigrants. They're not going to be here very long. And then they're dispersed all around the country, preferential treatment, no COVID test, no vaccine mandate. After they, what, spent how many uh, days, weeks in overcrowded cages in the middle of a pandemic? We're worried about, you know, Omicron and the new variant. Well, is that not one major uh, way to get that into the country? That it can happen even accidentally? This is nuts. Listen. Do you advise the president about the possibility of new testing requirements for people coming into this country? Does that include everybody? The answer is yes, because you know that the new uh, uh, the new uh, uh, regulation, if you want to call it that, is that anybody and everybody who's coming into the country needs to get a test within 24 hours of getting on the plane to come here. Well, what about people who don't take a plane and just these border crossers coming in in huge numbers? You know, that's a different issue. For example, when you talk, we still have Title 42 with regard to protection at the border. So there are protections at the border that you don't have the capability, as you know, of somebody getting on a plane, getting checked, looking at a passport. We don't have that there, but we can get some degree of mitigation. Is there something to do to test these people somewhere else? There, no, there, there, is, there is testing at the border under certain circumstances, as you know. Oh, okay. I, I just cannot believe this man still has a job. Monty is in North Carolina. Hey, Monty, glad you called. Uh, hey, Speaking of Fauci, the main thing I was curious about, I keep hearing people talk about this gain of function and that, you know, we don't allow it here. But I keep wondering what, you know, seems to me that you'd want to get rid of a virus, not enhance it to do what? What is their, what is their end game? What is the purpose of that? And the second thing I wanted to, you know, throw at you is why is none of these guys being held accountable? I mean, I am, I've always thought these guys are supposed to be the elite of society, and here it is, they're, they're breaking laws left and right, and no one is taking action to hold them accountable. And then people wonder why other people are just breaking the laws discriminately, just doing it. I mean, they're seeing that it seems to pay off, and Fauci is a perfect example of that. You know, I, I got to tell you, remember, this is the guy in 2012 that said that he still supports gain-of-function research, even if it resulted in a worldwide pandemic. That alone should disqualify him. Gain of function means you got a bunch of people in a lab that are that are literally testing to see if they can make viruses more virulent, if you will, and more lethal. This is insanity. 
You know, this, the look at, look at what this one incident has done to the entire world. Millions of dead people. And it turns Fauci out we may have funded it. Doctor. What's that, sir? Dr. Fauci. Well, Dr. Fauci is a medical doctor, right? Supposedly. I wouldn't well, go to him. It, it, of course not. But here's the thing. Like I said, um, one of the things I think this is right, but it's part of their oath to do no harm. As a medical doctor, you take an oath that supersedes any education, medical compensation, so on and so on, but to do no harm. So if he made a statement like that, that just seems in a contradiction to a core value of a man that's supposed to be compassionate enough to spend his life to become a medical doctor today in American society. You know what, you know what Dr. Fauci's biggest problem on top of his lying and on top of his support of gain of function, on top of the NIH, in fact, giving money to the, the Eco Alliance Group, that then gave the money to the Wuhan Virology Lab. The worst, you know what the worst part is? This guy, he hasn't been on the front lines of COVID. He's not been in the hospitals. You know, he's he's been on television. You know, he's he's been in his office. You know, he's reading emails sent back and forth. I'm sorry, I trust the guys on the front lines that have been literally, you know, every single day using every single weapon in their arsenal to save lives you know even today and, and people need to understand this in 2020 all the talk about ventilators your odds of survival if you got on a ventilator was 12 percent it's a little higher now 35 percent maybe 40 in some cases you know i i know some i just happen to know a friend of mine a medical doctor that is a ventilator expert it's one of one of the most sophisticated pieces of machinery you'd ever want to think of i mean you could fine-tune this thing that it knows exactly what your oxygen level is and exactly the the proper calibration gives you only the amount of support on its most basic level needed to keep your oxygen saturation levels at a certain rate now a lot of people using them they don't have that expertise and knowledge you know it was interesting when when president trump during operation warp speed went to the car companies and asked them to help produce ventilators because of a shortage, um, which never happened. We never ran out of ventilators, but we thought that we might. Um, these brilliant engineers, I mean, these are the best engineering minds in the, in the country. They looked at that piece of machinery and they said, this is not easy. We're not going to be able to mass produce this quickly. And they were just giving an honest assessment. But anyway, I digress. Uh, you know, he's been a disgrace. And I think uh, Senator Rand Paul and Senator Cruz have him nailed. I think he lied before Congress. His own NIH admits that they that they were performing coronavirus gain of function research. They knew all about it. Our money was used in in part to fund this. It's an insanity. Um, Mark is in Texas. Mark, you're on the Sean Hannity show. Hi, Sean. Hey, hey. just wanted to clear up a couple items. Um, first off. We're being told that there is no vaccine mandate in Texas and Florida. Well, there is a vaccine mandate in Texas. Uh, my employer just required vaccines or termination. So it is not true. The CMS is being weaponized by our government, and they're saying if you don't get don't, all your Well, I don't want you to give your company away. So this is a company policy, but it's not a Texas policy. Well, it is being held because CMS controls the purse strings, because, as you know, a large percentage of people are on public aid and getting, you know, paid for by Medicare. So, Medicare so in other words, they're that, viewing this as a as a government contract type of job. 
Yes, sir. And if you are in that government contract, you don't get paid unless all of your employees are vaccinated. So they have weaponized the payment system, which is a you know kind of an extortion. Listen, my my best advice is you know see if they would allow testing because remember Biden when he announced the vaccine mandate said companies with a hundred employees or more would be required to have a vaccine mandate or regularly testing employees see if that option would be available to you would you be would that be amenable to you yeah if that was available yes um i have had i don't i don't mind getting tested i don't really give a rip you know they shove a a you know a a q-tip up my nose run it around three times i just don't care yeah, I, I'm in the same boat, but unfortunately, we have been made the van- vaccine has been mandated. Even the testing has gone to buy. It's now vaccine or terminate. Uh, mm-hmm. You can apply for religious or medical exemptions. We're hoping that those will be handed out. But I was just informed today that the state of Louisiana has filed a lawsuit against CMS to stop this process. Process, and I hope that some of the other governors can get on board and join in that lawsuit. Well, I would imagine the lawsuits that I referred to earlier in the program, um, the three successful holds that we now have on the vaccine mandate, I'm, I'm wondering if one of them might be applicable to you. But, you know, we've been following that pretty closely. It's 10 particular states. Da, 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 da. Here they are. I got them. Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Iowa, Montana, Nebraska, New Hampshire, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, joining Missouri. So, no, Texas was not included. But Texas, as my understanding, has had their own suit. So I don't know what the status of that is. So stay tuned because, you know, now we've got three big wins uh, as it relates to stopping the mandate. And I, and I think there's going to be more. And you know, I don't know if, if you have the means to do it. It is very expensive. But if you have the means to get an attorney on board, I would do it as soon as possible. Yeah, I'm going to look into that because this is just, I mean, it's gone too far. I mean, I respect those that get vaccinated, but we need to have, you know, some common sense here. Let me give you, stay on hold. We're going to tell you about the Liberty Justice Center because they're helping people like you out every day, okay? Let me see if we can give you a hand. Um, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. David in Florida. David, you're on the Sean Hannity Show. Glad you called. Oh, it's great to be with you, Sean. Thanks. Yeah, 31-year Air Force veteran, and I wanted to call you because I'm I'm certainly mad enough to say that uh, that the president has misused the military under all this as well. Lloyd Austin actually should be resigning for it. Sean, write this down because I know you probably have a computer in front of you, but I want you to look up what uh, just a simple term AFI 48-110. Now that's a multi-service regulation. And this multi-service regulation covers a whole, th- a whole vast array of things, immuno or immunization and that kind of thing. If you look at Appendix C, Table C1, so again, AFI 48-110, Appendix C, Table C1. If you open the PDF that you'll find online, it'll be on page 34. And what is code MI? Medical immune. Evidence of immunity, for example, by serological antibody test, documented previous infection, for example, having had chickenpox, natural infection presumed. Indefinite is the duration of the medical exemption under that line. The DOD has had a regulation on this for decades. This is a multi-service reg. I simply gave you the Air Force nomenclature, but there's an Army, Coast Guard, and Navy one as well. When you, when you stand in defiance of your own regulations and you tell people in the military, and I know this personally, my son has had to deal with it, two of my sons actually, 
you can't uh, apply for religious exemption, and you can't say because you've had it. We're flying in the face of our own rules just because one group of people, the Democrat Party, must be seen as correct on this, and they're not. They know they're not. So everything in the way is being crushed in the, and, and, and the wave that they must make on this must be that they're the only ones that are right. So now look what they're doing. You just had the gentleman on from Louisiana. They're overpressuring companies by telling them they'll take their money. They're telling my airline, we're going to take your uh, Civil Air Reserve Fleet money if you don't force your people to do it. Even though you're really not a contractor, we just have an agreement that – you know, uh, that you have to sign if you want to be part of this to receive this money. So they, they're bullying people. And, and I think the bullying will continue until the courts finally tell them they have to stop. But then this is what's going to happen, Sean, and I'll make this prediction. They're going to claim victory at the end of this. See, we were right. Sean, I want to give you one other piece of information. In March of this year, the CDC and the NIH turned on a switch. They have the ability to do this. They can tell Red Cross, they can tell all the blood donor organizations, we need you to scan for something. So this is what they did. They scanned for everybody who was positive for antibodies back then, in March. At that time, only 13% of the country had had the vaccine. At a minimum, you would expect the number to return to them of 13%. It's called seroprevacity, the pervasiveness of the antibody in the general public. The actual number came back 49.1%. And when you take a look at how many people are both vaccinated today and have already had it, we're out of a pandemic now. We're well into the endemic stages. And yet these people are still insisting they're in charge of every aspect of your life. I just, for the life of me, know this, that what they're doing isn't working. Now, remember, Joe Biden was handed three vaccines and monoclonal antibodies and we have more dead people in America in 2021 from COVID-19 than in 2020. And, you know, Joe's the guy that said, well, if any president has 220,000 deaths, they're not qualified to be in the office, should, should be out of office. Okay, but that now applies to him. 355,000 Americans died under his watch, and he had more weapons handed to him than, than anybody else. So obviously it's not working. Uh, I will say this. The American people, if you look at their reaction to this, they're fed up with all the, the, the changing, you know, regulations, the the never ending, you know, oops, never mind. Oh, yes, mask. Oh, no, mask. Oh, two masks. Oh, one mask. Oh, masks don't work. Oh, vax or mask or and vax and mask and then vax and mask and booster, booster, booster. People have had it. Because they've been so wrong, and they rightly don't trust them. And I don't trust them. But yet they stand on their one-size-fits-all science, so-called so science, but only science when it's convenient science. Anyway, I wish I had more time. Did somebody say 660 stations and counting? This is something America is going to have to deal with. That's right. right. You made this possible, America. Thank you for listening to Hannity all across this great country of ours. Sean Hannity.